sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you now? Of a show called This Joe a show where I speak often up, naturally, without reading. People like to hear it. And we're no different today because I speak often up. This is my conversational tone. And it only happens one place. Right here on This Joe Batanz. Right here on Afterthought Media. February 1st, 2022, and uh, we're going to, this week, th- there's a lot of this Joe Batanz content. We need to talk about Disneyland on Sunday. We need to talk about Disneyland, actually, t- technically California Adventure on Sunday. We need to talk about Disneyland on Friday, but today what we're going to talk about, because at the front of my mind, is... Uh, today, uh, a Spotify assignment was due. A big Spotify assignment was due. And so usually I'd be doing this job at on Monday. And I literally spent about 14 hours, 14 working hours, working on this Spotify assignment. And what's so funny is this assignment in particular, all I had to do was turn in a five-minute what they called sound portfolio, okay? So what they they called it a sound portfolio, and uh, the all the classes that we took, or I shouldn't say classes, they weren't really classes, but the meetings we took leading up to that uh, were actually preparing us for this sound portfolio. It's part two, which starts in March. That is to prepare us for everything leading up to. June when we turn in an actual pilot episode. But this was essentially our midterm, if you will. This five-minute sound portfolio. And one of the things that they told us then, and then we had individual meetings last week, which I'll tell you about in a second, is A, don't overthink it, which failed, but B, and I think everybody else, well, the people who care, failed, But B is what they're really looking for in the sound portfolio. And there's a reason I'm telling you this. Is what they're really looking for was A, the quality of your sound. Like, does it sound like you've learned how to record a podcast and put a podcast together and use different elements? Like, how did you use sound? That was one thing that they're looking for. And then part two was... Uh, sort of, and I think this is a more like touchy feely thing. What is your approach? Do you sound natural? And not, I don't know. These, I don't know if natural was a, a criteria, but I'm sure it's part of it. Like, how do you sound on the air? Do you sound like a podcast host? All right. 
And so you, one would think that should be super easy, but it was very dramatic yesterday. 14 hours of work, mad at people, the whole thing. Okay. But before we get to that is, so, you know, I, I, I was very lucky. I'm going to give you guys this whole story here. By the way, for those of you listening, Christian and I have already talked that he wants to come on the air on Discord and he wants to have a big kiki session about the whole Spotify thing too. So we'll probably do that at some point. But on my end is I got very lucky because just around the time that they, uh, we went away for holiday break, uh, a, a viral TikTok came across my feed, uh, about somebody who found something weird in Evergreen Cemetery. As you know, my Spotify show is about Evergreen Cemetery in the Boyle Heights area of Los Angeles. And the, the there was a, a TikTok about it. So I said, oh my God, this is perfect for my audio portfolio. So I reach out to the artist and he's down to meet up for an interview. We meet at Evergreen Cemetery at the location where he found this thing. And I do an interview with him. And then I, that was like literally like a week later, like, like early December. It's like a couple of months ago now. And I move on with my life and I'm sort of thinking in my head about it. We recorded for like 25 minutes and in a 25 minute interview. But of course, just procrastinating and life and whatnot, I didn't seriously start getting into it until last week. I had every intention to. And then uh, last week, and so what happened was we finally heard back from Spotify and they're like, we are going to have individual office hours with the Spotify executives sign up for times. The reason I'm telling you all this minutiae is to really hit home about what something Christian and I have talked about which is we do not understand what an amazing opportunity we no we understand what an amazing opportunity we have we completely understand the amazing opportunity we have but there's 10 of us that were chosen for this Spotify sound up program okay five of us just straight up do not show up it's very strange okay and uh, it's not exactly five. There's like two. There's like two people who are like they float in between. They kind of show. They kind of do. But there's for sure three: Richard, Lotus, and Athena. Christian's better at remembering everybody than I am. Um, who? Because I'm probably actually for. Oh, and yeah, Christian, uh, Lotus, Chris, uh, Richard, and Athena. They just do not show up. They straight up are just gone. Okay. And. Richard, we have not heard from at all, okay? Because you can see, so they, what they did was they sent us a sign-up sheet on an Excel spreadsheet, and they go, here are the executives. Each executive had a tab, and they here are their times that they're available, and sign up for a time to have an individual meeting, okay, with the executive so that you, we could see where your project is and give you some advice. So... I signed up for the meeting. I signed up for two. I signed up for one with Fernando and with Jane. I like both of them. I could do a whole This Joe Batanz episode just about those meetings. And maybe we'll do that this week as well. Did I cover that on This Joe Batanz? Did I cover the meetings last week on This Joe Batanz? Let me know. I might have. 
So, uh, I have those meetings. And then, like, now remember, it is due today. Today is the day that these sound portfolios are due in the Google Drive. Okay? I think it's... Thank you, Deckhead. I think it's on... Deckhead said I did not do, have not covered it. So, let me, let me make a note I think I need to talk about. We need to talk about Friday Disney. I'm going to interrupt the story right here just for show business. Friday Disneyland. Sunday. Oh, Magic. No, I should put Saturday. Saturday Magic Castle slash auction. We'll talk about that. Sunday. Uh, I told you some weeks um, there's going to be nothing. And I told you things will be happening Sunday. And then Monday, which we're doing today. Oh, no, I'll put. We'll put. Uh, Spotify exact meeting since we're ready here. Okay. So we have a whole week of shows right here. So anyway, we have those meetings. It, and the, it's due today. And the meetings were supposed to help you prepare your audio portfolio. See, I was lucky that I did an interview. So a lot of, and it's only five minutes. It can only be five minutes max. Okay. I was lucky because I, I, I wasn't that worried the only question I had was really about my approach. And this is going to be a big part of today's show. I didn't know how I was going to do my approach. And that's generally what I asked Jane and Fernando about was my approach. And that's what we talked about. And, but I had all the elements. And uh, people like, uh, like Lotus and Athena, I'm talking like Sunday. One of them was like, I never heard from my mentor. Which I don't even know what she's talking about. That mentor never reached out to me. And I was like, if you were supposed to sign, it was just a bunch of like, it's now the last minute. Um, and they're like, I didn't get to sign up for this thing. And what am I going to do? I'm like, oh, of course, these are the people who are lunatics. Okay. Uh, so again, it's the, it's those. People, and, you know, I was talking to because Christian was like, "Girl, we need to go on Discord and and do all the Spotify tea and talk about it." And I said, "You know what's so funny? I don't know about you guys, but Aiden said he loves hearing me and Christian talk about the Spotify drama." And I go, "I think some of the people on Discord do too." And he and you can tell me if you think that's true or not in the in the chat room. But um, Christian was like, "I think it's because everyone's been to school and they've worked on school projects." And I believe people work in companies and they know what, you know, this kind of stuff at companies. So it's like a funny way, an interesting way of hearing about the same bullshit. So now it's, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still in awe of those people who have not done shit because I'm stressed and I have all the elements together. So yesterday I make it known to everyone in my life, family, friends, I cannot be interrupted. I have to devote the entire day to this five minute piece. But low key in the morning, I'm talking to Aiden and I'm like, yeah, I'm devoting the whole day to it. But, you know, I'll probably it's five minutes. I'll probably be done in 45 minutes. I have a tendency and this is true. I have a tendency to go like, it's going to take me the whole day and it takes me 45 minutes and I'm done. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I didn't go to bed till midnight. And that was because I finally was like, I can't do this anymore. And I had to take a Xanax to get to sleep. Okay. Um, state of, can someone ask, answer State of Breeze question in the chat room? She says, do we ever get to hear how it went when you talked to Christian? Oh, okay. I'll put that on the list. 
Talking to Christian. Okay. Here's another. See, guys, we have a lot of this Joe Batan stuff. If you can remember other stories that I have not uh, done, let me know. So that's going to be in this week. A lot of busy week on this Joe Batan. So, uh oh, people are typing. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of unanswered stories that are happening here. Uh, okay. So, uh, I work the entire day. Now, what happens, I'm going to give you a little peek into the process here is, uh, so I was debating, do I do, cause Evergreen as it is in the Spotify universe is a very serious show. Okay. Uh, State of Bree says, also you, if you ask the other host to be on the show with you, Robert, I'll answer that right now. Um, this Saturday, uh, Tana Volante boy is going to be at a conference, so he can't do that Jag Race recap. So I've spoken to Christian. He didn't give a shit about Robert being on the show with me. He, he couldn't even think of why I would even think he would care. I've talked to Robert, so it's going to be myself, Robert, and Jay Ellis this Saturday on Drag Race Recap. I think it'll be good. Deckhead says, I think I might have been called at the end of this week's episode of being of Bring It to the Runway at the end of the episode when they're talking about someone saying they weren't funny. Oh, it could be true. Anyway, um, I heard all about that. So I haven't listened to the show yet. So anyway... I had a really big debate because the show, oh, this, this goes into weird spot. But look, I have, I don't know why I'm, I don't care how long, how much time this takes. So when I applied for Spotify, the sound up program, like I told you, I did it in five minutes. I didn't even care. And I pitched evergreen because the podcast idea I've always had, but it was still sort of unformed. And then I go through and it wins, not wins, but I get into the program. And then we go to the program, and one of my critiques of the program has been that it was very, very NPR-centric, okay? Like, if you were making a show for NPR, like you were doing journalism. And I feel like that benefited a show like Evergreen, but it did a disservice to people like Christian who were doing chat shows. So actually, Christian got very little, I don't think he knows that yet, or maybe he's starting He's starting to realize it. He got very little out of that first part because it's literally a training program of what you would go through if you were going to start doing a show at uh, Radio Lab or at This American Life or uh, Reply All. That's basically what it was. And I was like, oh, well, that's a show I guess I'm going to be doing because it might. And, it's, and so because of that format, it formed this sort of big idea of evergreen into it started to form it into an npr show and that's what i was talking to jane and fernando about last week and they were the ones that blew my mind when they both told me that actually they knew this was a problem in the first part because remember the spotify execs don't teach it they contracted someone to teach it and the they were there but the the, the people they contracted t- turned it into an npr style thing and so they were saying that the person who started sound up actually wanted a very indie sound. She did not want it to sound. In fact, she was trying to make the anti NPR. And so, so they're going to focus on that in part two a great deal. They kind of want to find independent voices that are not NPR. And I was like, huh, okay. So I had that and I was like, okay, well, then I don't have to do evergreen in NPR style which is making me rethink everything. 
So now for the first time in two months, I listened to this interview with the guy who found something at Evergreen. And I realized, you don't realize when you're doing a 25-minute interview, that he said some pretty ridiculous shit. Okay? So I'm like, huh. Not only did it give me a new idea for this sound portfolio, but it gave me a new idea for the entire show or the kind of show I would want to do. Another behind-the-scenes peek is the people at my ad agency have been chomping at the bit for me to do, for Joe Batanz, to do a true crime show. And I've been sort of... Ban- I've been thinking about what that would look like and sound like in my head. And I was like, this might be sort of the approach I want with the true crime show. And I started thinking of, what if I did this Joe Batanz? What if I did the Daily Show meets true crime? Okay, what if it was taking a true crime story that's kind of silly and giving it the same sort of approach as... The Daily Show, with that mock seriousness and making it sound like a news story, but it's actually very silly. So I spend the entire day making a piece, and it's in the sort of like, this is what you're going to hear is going to sound like a final product, but it's actually, uh, I would say, the beta version. I could still make little tweaks here and there in this version. And so I'm going to play it for you, actually. it's only So it, it has to be five minutes. I had another piece. This will all get answered later. I had another piece that I was going to do to make it up to five minutes. In fact, I, I was cutting it close even then because the piece was about two minutes. Um, so this is the first version that I finished. It took me the whole day to do this. I probably finished it around <clears throat> 6 or 7 p.m. And I sent it to Lori, John Paul, Adam Vaught, and Aiden. Even though Aiden was just saying it to be nice, I didn't. I love Aiden, but I I didn't, I mean, I, I knew he would say only nice things. Uh, Jay Ellis was doing an online yoga class. Of course he was. And so those three people, and we're going to come back to that in a second. But first, let me play you. It's uh, three minutes and 52 seconds. All right, here we go. Here's the first version of what I made. And then I want to get your honest thoughts, by the way, because there's a second version. here. I had to redo the whole thing. So... Uh, if you like it, tell me you liked it. If you didn't like it or give me notes or whatever, it doesn't matter because it's the whole second version. All right, here we go. In November 2021, an artist by the name of Tar Pit was walking his dog in Evergreen Cemetery. He noticed a tree on the property had fallen and the cemetery crew had begun the work of carting away the tree. Tar Pit, who works with ceramics, headed over to collect some of this wood so that he could use it in his kiln to fire his pottery. When Tarpit arrived at the side of the fallen tree, he made a startling discovery. So I came here and I basically found the box just lying on the ground. It was pretty obvious to me it had fallen out of the branches of the tree. It was it was just laying on the ground and I took a look at it and then I ended up kind of putting it back like in the roots of the tree. Yeah. So it never ever ever crossed my mind that it was a human remains in there. Tarpit had found an old wooden box and had split open when the tree fell and found what appeared to some random people on the internet to be human remains. 
Because Tar Pit is young, trendy, and skinny, his first instinct, like many of us young, trendy, skinny people, was not to call the local authorities or even notify the cemetery. He settled on a decision that most competent adults would make. He made a TikTok. Oh, yikes. Look what I found. This is the oldest graveyard in L.A. What is this? I can see something in there, but it looks kind of gross. It's all wrapped up. Is that a mummy? What? Well, much to Tar Pit's surprise, that TikTok went viral. People had questions. Was it really a mummy? Why hadn't he called the police? Did he potentially leave human remains out in the open? Tarpit realized he needed to do something. So he did what we all would do if we stumbled upon possible human remains. He went back to the cemetery and created yet another TikTok. We're back because on the off chance, there is a person in there. We're going to re-inter it better. Okay, now I'm digging it up again. You know, I brought string, I brought super glue. That makes no sense. I will definitely be keeping an eye on this spot, partially because I'm burning bits of the tree in my kiln. If it gets exposed again, we were going to find a nice spot for it, but I'm, I'm not gonna go exhume it again. I think we can all agree that up to this point, Tar Pit has made all the right decisions. No logical person could argue otherwise, but Tar Pit was still curious. What had he found? He decided to consult with an expert in the field. But a, a trusted friend of mine who is a witch, um, she, uh, he let me know that what he thought it was, and I, I take his... Uh, his opinion pretty seriously. When I pressed Tarpit about what the witch had determined, his answer seemed to tie up all the loose ends. He called it a poppet, which is some type of humanoid uh, fetish item for a spell. Now that's well and good, but one more thing. What did Tarpit think he had found? My theory is that it's gripping a tampon. I think we can all agree... The case of the Evergreen Mummy is closed. Uh, all right. So I send that to them. By the way, I was already going to make a change. I'm like, how did I miss the case of the Evergreen Mummy is wrapped, right? So I was going to change that anyway. But, <clears throat> so, um... Hold on. So decades, I mean, it makes no sense after he said that he brought string and soup. Oh, yeah. I was. Gonna, it's funny that you say that. Uh, I was going to cut that second TikTok. That, okay. So I already, I, there were already changes I knew I was going to make. I was going to do the rap part. The second TikTok audio went way too long. I was going to cut that down. There were some repeated words here and there. Th those were all easy fixes. Um, like I said, this was more like a, here's a close to final, you know, addition, but what do you think so far? And I told them, and I told those people, it's really more about tone and uh, uh, use of sound. And 
John Paul calls me and he goes, I think it's funny. I think it's good. Great. Okay. And I go, good. Yay. Okay. I'm on the right track. <clears throat> and Adam Vaught is like, uh, how, when did this do? And I say it's due tomorrow. And he goes, um, I think it's good. It's really good. It's really funny. Um, there's this one little word here. I would probably, oh, he, that, he, he thought that the tampon quote was a little muddled so that I should repeat that he said tampon. And I'm like, okay. And then Lori called and she starts going in with like weird. I mean, here's the weird thing I have to tell you. They weren't bad notes. Okay. They weren't like stupid notes. They were good notes, but they were like, yeah, that's not, that's not the point of this, of this, right? If this was something that I was turning in for under those, and I'll tell you what they were in a second. If it was something I was turning in for, like, that was important, yes, I would 100% go on. And, and if I re-record that, I will definitely take those into consideration. But they were like, you said, you know, the word calculator here. And then three sentences later, you said malculator. And it sounds like you said, cal- it's like weird stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'm not worried about the little finessey things because they're not worried about it, right? And she started getting into, like, comedy theory and stuff like that. And, and she wasn't wrong. I want to reiterate. Everything Lori was saying was not wrong. It just wasn't, for this assignment, relevant. So I'm like, whatever. Happy with what I turned in. No, I hadn't turned it in yet. Happy with what I was done. Getting ready to make those small little changes and turn it in. Be done. Boom. Then I get a call from John Paul. <clears throat> and he says, you know... I like it, but it's not you. He says, it's not you. It sounds like you're reading it. And I said, well, spoiler alert, I'm reading it. And he goes, yeah, but it sounds like it. And he said, I think you're at your best when you're conversational. I think that's, it. it it's like, it's funny, but... But it's not you. And I was like, okay. And that was his whole thing. Then I text Adam Vaught because I realized that when he said, when is it due? <clears throat> I said, it's due tomorrow. And so I could see Adam Vaught being the kind of person who would think like, well, if it's due tomorrow, I'm just going to say it was good. So I said, what would you have said to me if it wasn't due tomorrow? And he said, well... I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just not used to you reading something and being serious like that. And I think you're at your best when you're conversational. And also, he says, you hit some of the jokes too hard. So, like, one time with the, like, he did what any normal person would do. That's fine. But then you hit it, like, two or three times. And he starts going in and details, details, details. Now, again, all those things about the repeating, that's easily fixed, you know, because I have a script that I'm reading. I can just fix the script and blah, 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 blah. But a conversational approach, that is, I have to re-record the whole thing and rethink it from the beginning, right? And it's already like 7, 8 o'clock by this point. So I was like, well, I have this other one. Let's 
let's try a conversational approach. Because you have to understand something. There's a whole other audio piece I need to fit in. And it has to be less than five minutes. It cannot go over five minutes. I even had written to Fernando and said, can I make it 5.30? And he was like, we won't listen to it. And I was like, okay. <clears throat> so I, I knew if making it conversational makes it longer. How am I going to do this? Yada, yada, yada. So I spend, believe it or not, what you're going to hear, it's conversational. There's no script, but trying to tie it into the script and then edit it and make it work and record and re-record and re-record and re-record to make the conversational tight. I wasn't done with it till like after 11 p.m. my time. Okay. And so now, uh, but before we do, let's take a quick poll there with Astute, Ben, Dave, Deck, Dolphin, Doofus, Jay, Darling, Lucy C, Bree, Tone, and UGA. Do you think you, do you think that, what do you think of the advice I got so far? Do you, I mean, I know you haven't heard the second piece, but by this point, they hadn't heard the second piece. Do you agree with them that the reading takes getting used to, the approach, blah, 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 blah. Because by the way, it's not due till today. If I rethink it, I could still take it down and put a new piece in. So everyone's weighing in right now. Jordan, Darling, Bree, and Ben are typing. Let's see, several people are typing it now. So I'm very curious to see what everyone says. You're going to hear the second one. You're going to hear it in a second. That one is actually five minutes because it has that audio piece that I was talking about. <clears throat> And then I'll even tell you my own criticisms of the second piece. But I'm, I, I, and it's not wor- those criticisms. If I if that second piece is better, it's it's fine. Uh, Say to Bree, said, I agree it's not you, not normally your style, but I like it. I think I agree. And my first thought was it did sound like a teleprompter. I've been in a conversation. Okay. All right. We're waiting for Lucy Carrasco. Oh, um, Ben's still writing. Okay. So, so far, okay, so now let's take a listen. So this is the one now incorporating their notes. Okay, this is the one incorporating their notes. All right, here we go. Um, here we, Q-W-E. All right, here we go. New one. Uh, Jordan Darling says he is hot. He is hot, actually. All right, here we go. Wait, hold on. People from the expensive tier are going to recognize this music. We had to new, we had to do new music because a different tone. All right, it's November twenty twenty one. There's this artist. His name is Tar Pit. He's walking his dog at Evergreen Cemetery, which is in the Boyle Heights area of Los Angeles, and. He's walking his dog not only for exercise, but he likes to collect the clay from the ground at Evergreen. Supposedly it has great clay. He works in ceramics, so that's why he wants the clay. But he also sees that there's a tree that's fallen, and the cemetery crew has already started to like chop it up and get it ready to take away. And he wants to collect some of this wood for his wood-burning kiln that he uses to make his pottery. So... He heads over there and he makes a, a really strange discovery. Here's Tar Pit. So I came here and I basically found the box just lying on the ground. It was pretty obvious to me it had fallen out of the branches of the tree. It was it was just laying on the ground and I took a look at it and then I ended up kind of putting it back like in the roots of the tree. Yeah. So it never, ever, ever crossed my mind that it was a human remains in there. Now, my reaction would have been to either call the police 
or the office is right there. Go to the cemetery office and say, hey, I found a tiny coffin with what looks like tiny remains. Tar Pit doesn't do that. Tar Pit instead takes out his phone and makes a TikTok. And here's some of the audio from that TikTok. Oh, yikes. Look what I found. This is the oldest graveyard in LA. What is this? I can see something in there, but it looks kind of gross. It's all wrapped up. Is that a mummy? What? Now here's what's crazy. Is this video on TikTok goes viral. And people are going crazy wondering what's in the box. Some people think it's uh, some human remains like aborted fetus or a miscarried fetus. And then in some cultures, they bury those in the tree and someone had buried it in the tree. Some people think it's the remains of a mummified animal. Now, by this point, I had come across the TikTok. And since I'm doing a podcast about Evergreen Cemetery, I reached out to Tar Pit and I ask for an interview and we meet for an interview we meet by the very tree you know one of the first questions i ask him is has he shown the tiktok to someone who might be an expert in the field and he says i happen to know an expert in the field and this was his answer but a, a trusted friend of mine who is a witch he let me know that what he thought it was and i i take his uh his opinion pretty seriously so then i say a phrase that i did not think i would utter in 2021, but in a very serious way, I say, well, what did the witch say? He called it a poppet, which is some type of humanoid uh, fetish item for a spell. So I was a little curious about what Tar Pit thought the item was, because, you know, he's the only one to actually see it IRL. He's the only person to actually hold it. And his answer really surprised me. He thinks it's a tampon. Why someone would put a tampon in a box, I don't know. But you know, I like that answer because I, I feel that's the answer that really sums up this story. It's just so absurd and so ridiculous. There's a moment you're going to hear right now that I didn't include in the story portion of this. Because I see it more as audio poetry than an integral part of the story. When I went back to listen, I was crestfallen because the information he's giving is kind of interesting. But there's so much noise going on in the background that the audio was useless. But if you listen to it as a piece of audio poetry, it's beautiful. So when I found the box, it was actually like here, in the middle of the grass. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. And that's why I'm convinced it was in the tree and fell out. I picked it up as a as a video producer yeah. and i moved it kind of into the pit of the roots because this thing looked like something you dig up and i just like i should have not touched it because i i knew people would be i should have known people would be been pouring over every detail and even that detail changed the discussion a little bit but it was just me you know not only being a documentary maker but making a video yeah my name is joe Batanz. trying to make it look right and, and look this. a little more entertaining but, is um, ever so basically I, I, I moved it here and then I started filming like, oh, what is this in the hole? When in fact, it looked even more bizarre. All right. So now what is the now? What do you guys think of this one? Because something happened after this, but this is the one I turned in. <clears throat> Say to Brie, who plays Tarpit? Tarpit is Tarpit.
Who plays Tarpit? I still want to know what Bree means. Who plays Tarpit? Um, how much time has this show been so far? Oh my god! Oh, good. Uh, Lucy Carrasco says this is more of my style. She likes it better. Great! I love hearing that. Uh, the voice of Tar—it's Tarpit. Tarpit is the voice of Tarpit. What is he talking about? This is real, not fiction. No, I go to. I think his TikTok is like uh, underscore. I actually have. You know, I can put the. I wonder if they let me put. Will they let me put MP4s in here? I have the videos right here. Um. Oh no! Wait, do they? Will they let me do that? I don't know. Um. And. uh no, State of Rico, I thought, it, no, I didn't write this. It's a real piece of journalism, I guess. So, um. <laughs> Lucy C says I should have Adam Burns teach me the art of having conversations with audio record. You know what? Let's try that, actually. Um, I got some text messages here. Cause I have the sound clips right here. Um. Um, oh, it's even better. um, what was I going to say? Uh, okay. Like here we, I'll do Adam Burns. So I came here and I basically found the box just lying on the ground. It was pretty oh. obvious to me. It had fallen out of the branches of the tree. Oh, that's cool. It was, it was just laying on the ground. Oh, and was? I took a look at it, and then I ended up kind of putting it back, Ew. like, in the roots of the tree. Yeah. Oh. So it never, ever, ever crossed my mind that it was a human remains in there. A human remains? But a, a trusted friend of mine who is a witch. What? Um, wait, your friend, your, wait uh, you're friends with a witch? How's that not weird? He let me know that what he thought oh, it the, was, and I, I take his, yeah. uh, his opinion pretty oh. seriously. See, now, look, there it is. There... <laughs> there, and that's an Adam Burns show. So wait, I, I haven't heard. Uh, can we do poll in here? I think like two. Let me see. Poll. Oh yeah, poll create. Here we go. Um, message. Which one is better? Version one. By the way, remember everything. Don't. How do you? Oh, yeah, I know. Wait, let's do this again. Slash poll. La, 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 la. I don't know if I'm doing this for five people who are here. Okay. Message. Um, Which one is better? Tab. Oh, okay. Choice one. Uh, version one. Tab. Choice two. Version Okay, let's see what the polls say. Let's see what the polls say. There's, no, let me see. There's. What is it? Oh yeah, you're right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. But Luke wasn't there. 
Oh, people. So, but so far it's six to one, and the one doesn't count. It's just a, a standard. Now there are eleven or ten of you who should be voting. Only six of you are voting. Let me tell you. Oh, eight. Oh, that's enough for me. Oh, so everyone like first. Okay, so I feel better. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, all right. Oh, so then what happens afterwards? Let me just wrap up the story. Is then just a sort of. It's not even necessary for advice. It's more like I implemented what you guys said, so I resend it to Adam, uh, Lori, and uh, Jean Paul. And Jean Paul got back to me today and, and was like, "It's great, perfect." Lori and Adam Vaughn. This is, by the way, it's midnight by this point. I'm beat. I'm exhausted. Lori's like, "You said um, that it." It got crazy and it went viral. And then you said they were crazy two seconds later. And Adam Vaught's like, you introduced, uh, you said, oh, he made a TikTok. Here's that TikTok. You didn't even say that. I'm like, and I literally lost my mind on them. And I was like, it's done. I'm not going to spend two hours to fix a word. And I went to bed. And then I apologized this morning. But I felt bad. I was just so tired. And I, they don't care about a word. Okay. By the way, we're going to do this with Christian Wait till you hear the other ones. The pronoun switch on the witch hurt my brain. <laughs> like, I have no problem with whatever pronoun, but Harper said she told me what he thought it was. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> you can tell, I think, I don't know why there was a pronoun switch. Um, I have stories about Tar Pit, too. I, I can't believe I've never talked about Tar Pit, so let me actually put that for the stories, too. About... Tar Pit's weird shit that he says, too. So I'm putting Tar Pit on the Disjo Batanz list. So anyway, it's turned in. You can listen to the other people's um, portfolios. Only four of us, including me, have turned it in so far. Today is the due date, though. And I've listened to the other three. The first two are so fucking boring. Oh, my God. They are so boring. So boring. And they go six minutes, which I was kind of pissed about. Christian turned his in. It's not bad, and it's five minutes. I'll be honest with you. It's very it, it, going by those rules. It sounds good, and it's very Christian and very J curves. So I mean, it is them. So it's good, and we're gonna we'll listen to it when Christian comes on. There's gonna be a day where Christian and I come on and we spill our. He kind of wants to go over all the sound portfolios with you guys and make fun of them, but we're waiting for all of them to come in. All right, well, that is going to do it for another episode of The Show of Tense. You're going to, I feel bad because last week it was a little short on content, but I think you're going to get a lot of The Show of Tense content this week. Um, Luke's inside. I'm going to have a watch party for two years. Oh, okay, that's good. You can't, Luke and Zach, by the way, are back for producers of these different in the world. This went is a rotating set of hosts. This week it's uh, the You're Welcome America Boys. And you're going to only hear that one place, not on this show, but tense, but you'll definitely hear it 